The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message.
What a mighty God you are. Thank you for freedom indeed. Thank you for freedom indeed. Accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Lord, in every life present in this place, in every life, join us over the internet at the different locations. Lord, do that which eyes have not seen, that which ears have not heard, that which has not even begun to enter into the hearts of men. And let the name of Jesus and Jesus alone be glorified. Honor and glory be given to you. Honor and glory be given to you. Honor and glory be given to you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. So clap your hands, all you people. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Good morning, everybody. If you're attending the God Ring service for the first time, don't wait for any particular time. God is in this place already, and is, is, is healing, is delivering already. Chains are shattering and being broken in the name of Jesus. So just dive in. The river is flowing. It's not the first to get in. It's whosoever gets in will be healed. And God works with us instantly, silently, and... And completely, God delivers noiseless results. Don't wait for razzmatazz. Don't wait for when somebody's going to come out. <laughs> God is already on your case. And he will perfect what he has started. Oh yes, God is on your case. And he will perfect what he has started. In the mighty name of Jesus. So focus on God and God alone. So welcome the Internet Church. You're uh, you welcome from all the locations. We welcome GFH Cape Town. They're joining us live. Let's just welcome them and just, you know, um, and um, GFH Bejuleki is here, and they're also <laughs> they're welcome. Um, <clears throat> so we will continue in our series. God is more than enough. God is, is more than enough, and we are in part five. God's voice today. 
and every shackle will break away. In the mighty name of Jesus. Our text remains Psalm 23. Psalm 23. We're going to read from verse 1 to 6. It's on the screen. So let's read together. One to go. The Lord is my shepherd. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art me, the rod and the staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. All the days of my life, I will dwell the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. If the Lord is your shepherd, he will meet your physical needs. If the Lord is your shepherd, he will meet your total, complete needs, particularly your need for provision, your need for clothing, your need for accommodation, your physical need, if the Lord is your shepherd. And that is the focus today. In verse 5, the voice translation of Psalm 23, verse 5, interestingly says, you spread out a table before me. We, we read, thou prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemies. This translation says, you spread out a table before me. The NLT, that a different translation, says that you prepare a feast, a feast for me. You prepare a feast for me. And it's a big deal because God isn't just providing us a meal. God is setting a table. If you're married, you understand what I'm saying. You know, your wife can make you a meal and say that your food is in the, is in the freezer if you are, whenever you are hungry. You can toss it in the microwave. She's prepared you a, a meal. And God bless our wives in Jesus' name. <laughs> but she can also prepare you, set a table before you. And for her to set a table, she needs to get the tablecloth, she needs to get the, the, um, the dishes, she needs to get the cutlery, she needs to get the bowls, she needs to arrange the table, she needs to make you feel like a king. If you are married, you know what I'm saying. Okay, those of us that are men, which do you prefer? A set table or a prepared meal? I can't hear set table. <laughs> We prepare, we prefer a set table. Uh, even those of us that don't like food, we prefer a what? A set table. And God is not only going to prepare you a meal, God is going to set a table before you. Yeah. He is going to honor you. God 
doesn't just want to feed me. He wants to treat me with honor. If he just feeds me, if he just makes the provision, that is, that's, it, that's enough. And, and David was a shepherd and he was a king. So David understood how a shepherd can prepare a table for his sheep. And he brought it to the, to the, to the palace as a king. And he said, God prepares a banquet. When a king talks about a banquet, it is elaborate. There are a lot of options. There are a lot of decorations. There are a lot of ephesics. You have candles. You have things that they are going to pack up at the end of the day. So why would God... I mean, I don't want to... I can't even say waste his time because he knows better than us. So why would God take his time, rather, to prepare a table before us when having a meal is enough? The reason is this. In this part of the world, for those watching us from outside of Nigeria, there's a name our people call God. We call him Jehovah Ephesi. Have, have you heard that before? <laughs> you know what I mean? God does the things he doesn't have to do, but he does them for his children because he's God. And he says, he says, I am going to, I am God. So God prepares a table. He prepares a table. And it is you that prepares the table for me. It is God alone that sets the table. God is your source. It is God alone that sets a table before you. Who is your source? God. Everybody say, God is my source. God is our supply. God is the one that created the earth. He created the seed. If you will, he planted it. He was a farmer. The tomatoes, he put them in cans, put them in grocery store. Then he went to shop for us. Then he took it to the, his kitchen and prepared a meal. So he's the sauce and he's the chef. And that would have been fantastic enough. But guess what? He says, no, 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 Femi. I need to set the table for you. I need to set the table for you. I need to set the table for you. So he prepares a table. God will honor you. Everywhere you have suffered reproach, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God will bring honor. Everywhere. Everywhere. People have looked at you. And hist. Write today's date down. In the same place, they will look at you and they will want to carry your bag. In the mighty name of Jesus. So every time God gets makes provision for us, every time we get provision, it is appropriate for us to say thank you. Every time God makes a table for us, it is appropriate for us to say what? Thank you. 
story of the proverbial bingo. Bingo is the dog in Nigeria that is homeless. The drug on the streets is called bingo. Do you know the story behind bingo? I'll tell you today. One day, once upon a time, <laughs> there was a dog named Bingo. Bingo, Bingo. His owner feeds Bingo, gives Bingo nice chicken, biscuit bone, gives it water to lap on. So one day, the owner has just set a table before Bingo. And Bingo was eating. And, and the owner's pen dropped. And the owner wanted to pick his pen. And Bingo said, If you come here, I will bite you. And the owner is like, No. As he tries to pick his pen, Bingo went for his hand. He moved his hand. He didn't get beaten, but he evicted Bingo. He says, I will show you that I am your, your source. I will show you that without me, you are nothing. Every time God sets a table before us, he expects gratitude. Every time. And every time you howl at God, you back at God like Bingo. Just remember Bingo. Every time God just wants to pick his pen, you think he's coming for your bone. And you begin to back. Remember bingo. God wants us to appreciate him as our source. You set a table before me. It is you alone that deserves the glory of our lives. Take all the glory, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus so, and so he says, you prepare a table before me. Now, you need to follow this story because this God is too amazing. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now, you, you prepare a table in the presence of your friends and well-wishers. David knows what preparing a banquet is. When you're preparing a banquet, you, are not, you don't prepare a banquet at war. When you're, when you're surrounded by enemies. But he's saying that he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now, now, who are the enemies? Let me just define it for us so that there's no confusion anywhere. An enemy is anything that threatens your supply or your safety. An enemy Anything that threatens your supply or your safety. It could be that of your spouse. It could be that of your children. It could be that of your business. It could be that of your health. Anything that threatens it is an enemy. And God is not subject to anyone. Because that anything could be anyone. It could be any circumstance. It could be circumstance. God is not subject to anyone or any circumstance that threatens our supply or our safety. He's, not so, he's, he's saying, I'm not subject to all your enemies. In fact, they can all gather, they will watch you eat belly full. 
Praise the name of the Lord. That's what God is saying. He says, I'm not subject to any circumstance. Any circumstance. I am not subject to any circumstance. God is not subject to the economy. God is not subject to the stock market or the job market. God is not subject to the exchange rate or the Bitcoin rate. He's not subject to marital status or social status. God can set a table for you in the presence of inflation, depression, and recession. Now, you need to get this. Honestly, you can be surrounded by recession and be eating, feeding fat. Did I say that it's in the Bible? Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The presence of recession. The, 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 the key thing is, do you believe it? Do you believe? Some people actually believe that because the economy is going through a difficult time or the world is going through, that they must go through it. That's your choice. Don't add me to your story. Listen, listen. And they that know their God shall be strong and they shall do what? You can refuse to be subject to it and you will, be so, you will not be subject to it. It's in God's word. You prepare a table before me. Is recession your friend or your enemy? Go back to the definition of the enemy. God says, I will prepare a table for you in the presence of recession. Well, let me say that again. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. Because I want all of you to receive it. That's what I want to say again. This is God doing again service. I will prepare a table before you in the presence of recession. Amen. Amen. So, it could be any circumstance. It could be anyone. God is not subject to any witch or wizard. God is not subject to that occultic neighbor or your bitter relative or your jealous family member. He's not subject to your wicked boss. God is not subject to your evil in-laws. God is not subject to anyone that cannot stand your progress. He's not subject to them. He isn't. He isn't. He isn't. There's someone in this place there's a struggle, a struggle over an inheritance. There's a struggle over an inheritance. God says, leave them. The inheritance, this is how you will know. The inheritance will fight them. And they will bring it back to you where it deserves. Write it down. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> Father, we thank you. Let's just go. Let's just go. Let's go. God is not subject to anyone that is evil in your life. He's not subject to them. He's able to prepare a table right in front of them. There are two korokoro eyes. You'll be chopping chicken, drinking, uh, you know. You know what the challenge is this? In Matthew 10, Matthew 10, 36, Matthew 10, 36, it says, 
Jesus, this is Jesus speaking. Jesus saying, your enemies will be right in your own household. The toughest enemies to defeat are the enemies within. Toughest. But with God, all things are possible. And it's a challenge of greatness. Everyone in God's favorite house will be great. Greater than you are right now. In the name of Jesus. It's a challenge. Adam had a challenge. Same challenge. It is is, um, is sweetie that gave him something to, to chop. He will say, chop it, baby. Adam said, you chop it, chop it. Oh, oh, oh. Problem. <laughs> Problem. Abel was his brother. Jacob was his in-law, his cousins, even his brother. Joseph, ah, the brethren. I was say the brethren. The brethren. The brethren. Beware of the brethren. David. His father-in-law. You think you have a horrible in-law? David's father-in-law was possessed of the devil. He was going to physically pin him down with the javelin. His father-in-law. The list is a lot. I mean, Jeremiah. If it is what my friend that, if it were my enemy that did this, what my friend, the wounds I'm carrying in my hands. Jesus. Who, who, who sold Jesus out? So, the truth is this. It takes someone close to you to lift you or to drown you. That's the challenge of our work. Your promotion is dependent on somebody lifting you. Either interceding spiritually or physically opening a door for you. Guess what? Every problem you will have is also somebody that will cause it. In the case of Jacob, Jacob was with his father-in-law. Well, he started off by being his uncle. And he saw a beautiful girl. Okay, let me marry. I said, I will marry. Okay, I will give you the girl. You know, the man threatened Jacob's supply for a wife. He became an enemy from an uncle. Changed the wife. Worked another seven years. He didn't have anything. Kept tricking him. Kept tricking him, kept tricking him, kept tricking him. It was someone within. So that is why you have to consistently scan the people around you. You have to consistently scan the people around you. Lucifer was not Satan from day one until iniquity was found in him. Somebody was loyal to you five years ago does not mean they are loyal today. Judas didn't betray Jesus from day one. Jesus says, I chose you 12. I chose you 12 and one of you is a devil. You have to consistently scan the people around you so that you can pick up um, a bad egg. And a bad egg can also become a good egg, except it's, it's, it's son of perdition. Praise the name of the Lord. 
And people do this for several reasons. Envy. Why is he the only one? Why is she the only one? Who does she think she is? You know, some, some, somebody had, had said, why, why is it that her own husband is taking care of her? I mean, how is that a sin? How come her husband is taking care of her? I'm like, what's he supposed to do? Praise the Lord. You could be vengeant. Sometimes it's just totally baseless. They know your past, but they refuse to accept your present. They refuse to accept your future. They have become an enemy. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Some people will never accept those calling upon your life. Raise a hundred dead. Let God use the real dead. They will still want to pull your nose and say you are an idiot. I still abuse you. Why? Because they refuse to accept your greatness. But guess what? God doesn't need their permission to make you great. No, 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 no. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's why it says, I prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You see, the way God does, it's, it's just amazing. If God is your shepherd, he will set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. If God is your what? Is your shepherd. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. In the presence of my enemies. You know? Have you, have you come across people that always try to hide what God is doing? You know? Oh, let me hide it too, so that uh, they will not be jealous. So, so that, you know, guess what? The reason you are able to hide it is because it's too small. Yeah. Uh, because it's too small. That's why you're able to hide it. Today, God will set that table that you will not be able to hide it. In the name of Jesus. And there is nothing they can do. Look, listen. Look at Joseph. Look at Joseph. When Joseph became a prime minister, what could the brothers do to him? Nothing, no. Nothing. They were saying, Rankadede, Rankadede. That was all they could do. Praise the name of the Lord. So God is saying, I am here with you. They can't do you nothing. I set the table. I provide the protection. I set the table. I provide the protection. You know? And, you know, the reason they, have, they, they smile, they are forced to smile. Why wouldn't they smile? They are paralyzed. Of course they will smile. But don't mistake friendliness to loyalty. No, 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 no. The fact that somebody is smiling and friendly doesn't mean the person is loyal to you. The person is smiling because the person cannot do anything. So the person cannot really do anything. What is left to do now? And wait for an opportunity, isn't it? But they will not find one. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> 
at Laban. Back to the story of Jacob. Jacob. Laban showed up after Jacob had left Laban. Laban showed up, came to him. He was angry. He was fuming. It was in my power to do you wrong. No, it is not. But the God of your father appeared to me and warned me. Laban was friendly to Jacob. Was Laban loyal to Jacob? Why was he friendly to Jacob? Because he did not have a a choice. God will paralyze all your enemies. They will not have a choice but to be friendly. But you have to be wise, not to mistake friendliness with... Uh-huh. He, he, he said, it was in my power to do you harm. Listen, everyone, everyone that has said, your life is in our hands. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If they don't repent, God will bury them. Those that need to be buried. Not all of them need to be buried. You are going to see shortly. If they don't repent, God will paralyze them. Amen. Amen. You know, the the MSC translation of that verse 5, you know, says, you serve a six-course dinner Right in front of my enemies. Jehovah is busy. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know there was anything called six course dinner. I thought it was just three, three courses. If God served three courses, has he not tried? But because he has to overdo. <laughs> because he has to overdo. Because he has to overdo. He, may, he serves a six-course dinner. Says, they chop, they go. In the presence of my enemies. In the presence of my enemies. In the presence of your enemies. God will set you a six-course dinner. You know, so when, you, when, when we give our lives and we commit to this God, we are not fools though. The person that doesn't commit to God is the fool. Really. When the choir, when they sing this song, carry me, they go. Baba, carry me, they go, they go, they go. Carry me, they go. It, it means that anywhere is taking me. Ah. Carry go. Where else would you rather be? Newsflash. God won't kill all your enemies. Uh, say amen. Amen. That's a prayer. Not all of them will die. I mean, why should all of them die? Why? Okay. Why, 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 would, why would he kill all of them? Why, why would why, in fact, we preserve a lot of them, not just a few? Some will die, actually, but... A lot more will not. Why? To show you he's bigger than your enemies. The the, the reason we want God to kill our enemies so that we will be well with our children 
as long as you see that woman, you know she's a bonge, you are afraid for your children. God is saying that we keep her alive and your children will feed our children. She doesn't need to go. Let her stay. And watch action. Action. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. And, 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 and the second reason, obviously, is to prove that, is to prove to your enemies that he's on your side. God wants to show the world that this is my boy. This is my boy. This is my girl. Don't mess around with her. Don't mess around. Don't mess around. Praise the name of the Lord. And, and, and by the way, you know that it is that kind of food that is sweeter. Yes, it is. It is that kind of food that is sweeter. When you enter an organization and the person that used to be your supervisor that tormented you at the time of appraisal and threatened you with bad reviews, when after four years, the person is reporting to you. That's my story. That happened to me. I'm not telling you a fictitious thing. After four years, the person was reporting. And God says, What? Chop they go. It is only God that can do that. It is only God that can do that. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You know, that's the, that have been, that's still more than enough. But God did not stop there. He says, you honor me by anointing my head with what? With oil. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessing. Today, the God of heaven will honor you. God will anoint you with oil. You know, we're going to be anointing, obviously you know that today. But this anointing is going to be super special. This one, as they point on your head, even though you, you, you go back to your seat, it will continue to multiply. And multiply. And multiply. And multiply. And overflow into every area of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. My head with oil, the power of the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Holy Spirit, joy. Those are, those are significances of oil. In the Bible, your life will be filled with joy. The, every yoke will be destroyed. Why? Because the anointing destroys the yoke. Not only will every yoke be destroyed, it will be impossible for you to be re-yoked. Because the anointing will not allow it. Every yoke they bring, we break. Everyone they bring, we break. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, God Pause it in the cup. Anoint my head with oil. Pause the oil. And when the cup was full, shouldn't God stop? We think he should, but he says, I will not. And he continues to pour until it overflows. And it overflows. And it overflows. And God doesn't stop. 
God doesn't stop when your cup is full. Not only is it Jehovah a physic, it's Jehovah overdue. 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 Now, I can tell you stories upon stories upon stories. If it were left to us, there are many of you here, where you are right now, if it were left to you, you will not be here. God has been better to you than you can imagine. But guess what? God is saying to you, forget all that. Forget all that. What I'm going to do, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, it has not even begun to enter into the hearts of men. Overflow. Overflow simply means the excess or supply not able to be accommodated by the available space. In other words, there will not be enough space. There will not be enough space. Overflow. And everybody that knows God and has worked with God understands this. Every time you come to God for a blessing, make provision for more than enough. You can, you can call it a secret. Every time, Jabez, in First Chronicles 4.10, Jabez cried to the God of heaven, God of Israel. He says, oh, that you will bless me immediately. Jabez says, and enlarge my territory. Because I know you are Jehovah overdue. If you bless me with where I am, it will be too small. You need to enlarge my territory. And God wants you and I to enlarge our territory and make room for what is coming. God is pouring upon us as a flood. You know when a flood is released, it is what you can take, you can take. The flood does not wait. It's what you can take, you can take. God is pouring upon us as a flood. Isaiah 54 verse 2 to 4. Isaiah 54. 2 to 4. It says, Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch the tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. You will break forth to the right and to the left. Your, your descendants will possess the nations and settle in their desolate cities. Says, don't be afraid. You will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and you remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. That is God's word for you. Don't spare. Enlarge it. And you see, when you begin to enlarge your mind and enlarge your capacity, God knows that fear will want to creep in. That be careful so that you don't make a fool of yourself. God says you will not be ashamed. Enlarge it. What's your vision for that business? Enlarge it. Say, but if I enlarge it, what if it doesn't work? God says it will work. It will, you will not be put to shame. Enlarge the vision. Enlarge the vision. God gave us a word of knowledge during the videos. We are the videos you can um, um, remember. I'm sure you remember. I'm going to say it again, and I, I trust God that it will apply to you also, in Jesus' name. Uh, there, there, there are people that it's like a half capacity, half cup. 
and they have, they've tried everything. They always ended, end up with AFCOP, 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 AFCOP. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, beginning from today, you begin to express overflow. Overflow, 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 overflow. In the mighty name of Jesus. God is a specialist in surplus. He's a specialist. I can take you through scriptures upon scriptures upon scriptures, surplus of provision. First, Second Chronicles 9, 8. It says, God will generously provide all that you need. That you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share, to spin into the people in your life. Surplus joy, peace, hope. Romans 15, 13. Romans 15, 13. He says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust him. Then you will overflow. Can you see that? Overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. God's trademark is surplus. It's surplus. It's surplus. Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish how much more? Infinitely more than we can ask or think. So God can do and will do infinitely more than you can ask or think or imagine. So in your life, beginning from today, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you will have no lack. Managing, 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 managing will come to an end. Everything you ask God for today, he will give you infinitely much more. Yeah. You know, for someone that asks God for something at the video, can you remember? God gave us a word of learning and says, I will give you two. You ask for one, I will give you two. There are some things that God should not give you infinitely more. You know? Um, if you ask for one, he will give you one. That one will be infinitely better. If you ask for a wife, he won't give you two. You, do you understand? He won't give you, don't say, Pastor, I receive you. You prophesied it and I receive it. No. Receive one with infinite abilities. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have to be careful. You know, but, 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 but you get what I'm saying. You will not know lack anymore. In the name of Jesus. Three, three reasons or three conditions or three times God will not supply. And I'll let you know those three times that God will not supply. And we'll pull the curtain from there. The first time that God will not supply is when it is time to go home. When it is time to go home. When it is your time to go home. When it is my time to go to home. When, you know, the Bible says that there was a sickness that Elisha sick, that he died. When it's time to go home, God will not supply healing. Even if he does, yeah, you are healed and you, you are come. So, 
So when it's time to go, it won't supply. But I'm here to tell you, it is not time to go. Yes. The pastor, how do you know? Because you are here. God will do it again. So it's going to happen again in your life. So that one doesn't concern you. It's not time to go. I just need you to know, for knowledge's sake. Number two. When God is trying to strip us of self-sufficiency, when we are still too independent, sometimes it wouldn't supply. Which is why the lesson God wants you to learn, you must learn it today. Today, 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 today. You must learn it today. The lesson, you must learn it. Because God is the ancient of days. He doesn't grow old. If it takes you one day to learn it, you graduate. If it takes you one year to learn it, you graduate. If it takes you ten years to learn it, it's waiting. How long is it going to take you? Today. Everyone say today. <laughs> and, and the third reason, obviously, that, that God wouldn't supply, is not committed to supplying, is if you are not a sheep. If you are not a sheep, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Psalm 37, verse 25. Psalm 37, 25 says, I have been young. Now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his children beg bread. If you are not God's sheep, you are not immune from recession. You are not immune from all the evil aunties, devilish uncles, you're not, you're not immune. You're not a sheep. Today, everybody will experience an overflow. Yeah. So number one does not apply to anybody in this place. It's not time to go. Number two applies to some people. You will learn it quickly so that you can partake in the overflow. And number three, Yet applies to some people. You will become a sheep today so that you can partake in the overflow. Let's bow our hearts as we bow our heads. I want to pray for you if you are in number three. You are saying, Pastor, today must not pass me by. Can you pray with me? I, I want to surrender to God. I want Him to be my shepherd. Wherever you are, Pray with me, Pastor. Put up your hand now over your head. Quickly. Put up your hand well. God bless you. Keep the hands up. Up, 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 up. Over your head. At the overflow. God bless you. God bless you. Over there, over there, over there. Keep the hands up. God bless you. At the overflow. Keep the hands up. God bless you. Keep the hands up. Keep it up. Keep it up. God bless you, sir. God bless you, mama. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother there. God bless you. Over there at the back. God bless you. Keep the hands up over there. That is me. That is me. Keep the hands up. I want to be his sheep. At the overflow, keep your hands up. We can see you on the inside. We want to pray with everybody. Yes, God bless you right there. Right there. That is me. 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 Oh, keep the hands up. Goodbye, world. Goodbye, world. Goodbye, world. Goodbye, world. Keep the hands up. Keep the hands up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. That is me. That is me at that corner. That is me. Keep the hands up. Yes, yes, yes. I want to be, I want to be sheep. I want to, I want to surrender to Jesus. God bless you at the back. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. At the overflow, we are waiting. Keep the hands up. Pastor, pray with me. I have been coming to church, but I am not a sheep. I'm a goat. 
I admit my guiltiness. Put up your hand now. I will pray together. God bless you. Keep it up. God bless you. That is me. Keep it up. God bless you. God bless you right there. I've been, I've been goaty. Now I want to be sheepy. Put up that hand over your head. God bless you. That is me. God bless you. Keep it up. Keep it up. God bless you right there. God bless you. I've been a goat. I want to be a sheep. Put it up. God bless you. That is me. That is me. That is me. Now if you have the card, I need you to get up and come and meet me in front here. Get up and come forward. Remember, you're a sheep. You're a sheep. Sheep, listen. They obey. They obey. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Come, come, come forward. If you're in the overflow, if you're in the overflow, get up and come. We are waiting for you. Keep coming, keep coming. Ushers, help them. You know the people you have given cards to. I know it can be tough. Help them, help them. Encourage them, encourage them. I made up my mind to go God's way. The rest of I made up. God bless you, keep coming. And overflow, keep coming. Ushers, let's help them. Let's encourage them. Let's encourage them. Don't be bashful. Don't be shy. There's nothing to be shy about. Keep coming. Keep coming. That is me. God bless you. That is me. God bless you. From the overflow, keep coming. We're waiting for you. Keep coming. There are different locations. Instructions are scrolling. Keep coming. Keep coming. We're waiting for you. That is me. Pastor, pray with me. I want to pray with you. Make your way forward. You are saying, but Pastor, I don't have the card. I didn't raise my hand. Can I come out? Yes, you can. Get up and come. Can I come out? Yes, you can. Can I join them? Yes, you can. I want to surrender. God bless you. God bless you. Get up. God bless you. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. We are waiting for you. We are waiting. It's okay. We will wait. I made up, I made up. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Oh, I made up my mind. Oh, I made up my mind. Okay, rest of us, let's stretch out our hands to these wonderful people that are in front. If you're in front, I want to say to the Lord, I come to you today. I repent of everything that has made me a goat. All goaty behavior, I set them down today at your altar. Lord, give me a heart of a sheep. I, I ask that you cleanse me. Be my shepherd. Provide my needs. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I'm surrendering to you today. I will not lack. I'm surrendering to you today. I will not lack spiritually. I will not lack anything good. Oh, God does not withhold anything good from them that love him. Let's pray for our brothers and our sisters. Let's pray for them. Oh, Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise and glory, Lord. Father, we pray for everyone that is in front. Surrender to you, Lord, we ask that you have mercy upon them, Lord. Change these lives, Lord. Change their stories. 
Lord, we learned today that if you are our shepherd, you will set a six-course meal before us in the presence of our enemies. In the life of every one of these ones, set a six-course meal in the presence of their enemies. Show them a token for good that you are their shepherd and let your name be glorified. Honor and glory we give unto you. In Jesus' amazing name, we are praying. Amen. Let's go ask God for the Lord.